Assalamu alaikum. May the peace that only God can give be upon you. Welcome to Radio Islam. This is your host, Tariq El Amin, and you can keep up with us on social media by following and liking our pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You'll find us at Radio Islam USA. Use that same username to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get yours at. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Spotify, and just about any platform that you come up with, you will find us at Radio Islam USA. So subscribe, rate, review, and most importantly, do not forget to share. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Recycle Processes. Before we get started, we thank you for your continued support. And we'd also like to thank CIOGC for their sponsorship uh, and their continued support. That is the Council of Islamic Organizations of Greater Chicagoland. Uh, you can get more information about them at CIOGC.org. All right, family, I am happy to have joining me in studio uh, an artist that many of you in Chicago, a matter of fact, um, across the country, I'm sure you're familiar with uh, Jamil F. Kareem, a.k.a. J. Sirius. If you didn't know, J. Sirius, that is the name that he, he goes sure. by. Right. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum assalam. It's good yeah. to have you uh, joining us. For those of you who do not know, right, if this is your first introduction to J. Sirius, uh, he is the co-founder of Elite Regime, an entertainment company geared towards bringing quality entertainment to the masses. He's been rapping since the age of 15 and has released two works in 2003 as part of the group Impact. And last year, 2018, he released a solo album titled Tested under the new company Elite Regime. And uh, I had the pleasure of listening to that. And it is something, it's fire. You, you need to listen to it. Uh, especially that, what is it? Um, uh, I always get the initials messed up, but uh -huh. it's a uh, black American, Muslim, black American, Muslim NBA. black American, MBA. Yeah, yeah. how can you forget that MBA? Right, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that that was uh, that that was hot. That was hot. I appreciate it. Man. Yeah, I mean the whole thing. Um, but we are here today, really, to uh, to have a conversation about the place of not just the place of hip hop, right, as a as a genre. But to ask the question, are we expecting too much from hip hop? And mm. by that I mean, as we get older, right? I gotta face it, right? I grew up on on hip hop. I still, I still love it. It's still artists I listen to. As a matter of fact, having teens, you know, I I can't help but know yeah. what they're listening to, right? Right. But when I think about how our musical uh, artistry how it's been deployed in the past, especially like the civil rights era, and how, you know, you had artists like, you know, James Brown, uh, Nina Simone, Sly and the Family Stone. Yeah. Uh, you had all these great artists, Aretha Franklin, mm -hmm. that were, their creativity kind of, it gave us a soundtrack for the civil rights movement. I agree. So where are we at today? I mean, uh, Music, or they say what, uh, art imitates life, or life imitates art, or vice versa, or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. And this is true. I mean, uh, there are many facets to, to life. There are many different faces to life. And so people have to realize that um, that's what music is going to do. It's going to depict the life that's currently happening. Yeah. Uh, you know, and that life might be partying and just messing around and wilding out for some people. You have that kind of music. Mm -hmm. uh, and for others, it might be, you know, making people aware of issues going on in the world. And so you have music that, that dictates that as well. You know, it's just really art imitating 
you know, life and life imitating art at the same time. Um, so I think uh, definitely uh, we have some new struggles mm-hmm. on, on, on the plate. You know what I'm saying? It's not as, uh, you know, it's hidden racism that's, going, racism that's going on. You know, you have, aside from that, you know, at least within the black community, you know, we have this whole desire or need to awaken our people out of, you know, just tearing each other down, you know, in various ways and various means. So the music, you know what I'm saying, we have music that dictates those things as well. Right. So you are saying, you know, within the the saying of art imitates life, life is multifaceted. Yeah. And sure. art is a reflection of that, you yeah. know, you know, of, of the variety that we have in life. So is it, and, and I use the word myopic, right? But, you know, is it, is it short-sighted? Is it tunnel vision to, to have this, maybe, an, maybe it's an unfair expectation of black artists in particular to say that, okay, life might be, you know, varied, but you have to keep in mind the struggle. Is it fair or unfair? That's a good question, man. Uh, I think... I think, uh, so for instance, in Islam, we have uh, um, Eid, Salat al-Eid, right? Salat al-Eid is called a Fad kifaya right. right? Somebody has to carry out the Salat. Right. Everybody doesn't have to go, but somebody has to carry it out. And I really feel like, you know, using that as an example, I don't know if that was a fair comparison, but um, somebody has to do it. Somebody has to be conscious with their music. Somebody has to be uh, having a message with their music because we can't, you know, with all this going on, it's all that's going around, you know, you can't, we can't have it uh, where it's not available. It needs to be available and someone needs to do it. So it, it has to be done. And, okay, using that example, and I, I actually I like that, you know, Farad yeah. Kifaya. Uh, so, but that means, so we're not talking about the, 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 uh, the what is not obligatory. We're talking about what each person is obligated to do. Right. right? So everybody has to, you have to pray Fajr. Right. Right. Of course. Right. Whether you, whether you perform, you know, any uh, Sunnah prayers, you know, right. along with that, that's at your discretion. Certainly. So as artists, as creatives, do you think that's something that should be incumbent upon every artist, this, I, this recognition that I got to give something back that is good. I, I think. Um, I think yes and no. Mm-hmm. Yes, that because people listen. And 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 the fact that people listen, you know, you have a responsibility to tell them something that will benefit them. Mm-hmm. That's just automatic. You know, it's this how life should be. You know, at the same time, as an artist, you don't. You know, like you want to put out what you want to put out. Yeah. That's your discretion. That's up to your discretion. That's your prerogative. Whatever you want to do, that's fine. But yeah, you know what I'm saying? Responsibility wise, you do have to say something or at least watch what you say. Right. You know, I feel like a lot of these artists nowadays just be, they don't care. Mm-hmm. Some of the stuff that's being said is just utterly disgusting. Right. However, it's always been a, a, a that's a comp, that's a consistent motif within within hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
you know, since the days of NWA. Yeah, they said some great things, but they also said some horrible things. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Nas says some great things, but he also says some horrible things. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody does it, you know, and it's always been the case over the years that it's not just one, you know, you don't have one guy who's just doing this one thing. Some people say, you know, horrible things, and they say great things. I, and I feel like, you know, that's just the, the way hip-hop has always been. Well, you know, I I I agree with that, um, but I think in that variety, mm-hmm. right? Like you can go through the disc- uh, discography, yeah, and you can find some stuff that's just for the club. I agree. Some stuff that's just yeah. about, you know, where yeah. I came from, and then you'll find that gem in there that's inspirational. Yeah, for sure. Right. So I mean, yeah, it, it speaks to the variety of life, and also recognizing that you know once this art form became commodified and you know it's like okay yeah. there's a there's a particular taste that's been that's been cultivated certainly right so I, I, I can understand that in the variety but there's still something there do you think a lot of people's stuff it just gets it gets ignored so that yeah artists are not you know they may have that whole oh yeah CD there's, full there's, of there's a lot of dope. You know, if we're talking about hip-hop, there's a lot of dope rappers, dope MCs who just are cold, man. Like, they're better than anything you'll ever hear out here. But because nobody's checking for that and everybody wants to hear the next mumble rapper or everybody wants to hear a certain type of beat, uh, they just get get overlooked. But if you ever put them in a ring with another MC and they have a battle, we already know who's going to win. Right, you know what I'm saying, and I and I think that uh, it's sad, man. It really make that makes me really sad that you know you could be so talented, so amazing, mm-hmm. and nobody cares because it's no longer about how good you are, or how talented you are, or how how creative you are, or how many uh, you know your concepts or what it is you bring to. It's not even about that. It's just can I bop to it? Can I enjoy it? And right. you know, are you popular? Right. You know, it's it's more of a popular thing than anything nowadays. You know, which is I always thought was weird. Like I always thought that, you know, why is it that when you're popular, you gain all of the support? You know what I'm saying? It's like the people who need the support are the ones who aren't popular. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, and I, I never understood that, yeah. that 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 aspect of life. But it is what it is. You know, you just got to keep grinding. I mean, but if you're, you're if you're a dope MC, you're a dope MC. Yeah, for sure. sure, right? For sure. So, when I think about to you know think back to the beginnings of hip hop, right? We know like, um, you know, Sugar Hill Gang, right, right, right. right. Like that was a party, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, that was like a, a party, and it was a lot of it was a lot of elements in that that was not necessarily, you know, upright. Right. Right. You know, right. Your girl is, you know, uh-huh. acting up, you know, tell her, what's it? Tell her, bring a friend or something like that. <laughs> Certainly. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's a misogynistic element. Of course. In that. But in, in the evolution of it, that was uh, that was followed by these these MCs. Yeah. That pushed the listener. Right. Yeah. To 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 be able to appreciate a growing, you know, vocabulary, growing, you know, rhyme schemes, uh, storytelling, and it kind of created an expectation for what it meant to call yourself an MC. Yeah, I I think um, 
you know, rapping, the more rappers got involved with uh, trying to push push the limits of what they could do lyrically, uh, you know, that means you're probably doing a lot of reading. That means you're probably picking up some books that some other people ain't really picking up. Right. You know, you're exposing yourself to some things that broadens your mind, opens it up, and you can no longer be the same rapper you used to be or the same rapper that everybody else sees. Right. Like you have your 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 growth just won't allow you. So when you grow into that element and that dimension, you start I gotta I gotta say something. Mm-hmm. You know, something different that's not out here. You know what I'm saying? Because you're just beyond, you know what I'm saying, where maybe other people are at, you know what I'm saying? And I think that that really that has a lot to do with it, you know. And I think like people like K R S one, uh, with the uh you know, Boogie Down Productions and, and, you know, what they were doing, they had a movement, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Uh, and you had Chuck D and Public Enemy, you know, they had a movement, you know what I'm saying? And and that, that climate at that time, you know, that's what it was it was about, right? Mm-hmm. Because around that time, Malcolm X's movie was coming out, Yep. you know what I'm saying? So it was a climate, and they were just dictating what the climate was, you know what I'm saying? They it was were a part lot of, of it. It was a lot of anger. Yeah. It was a lot of energy, dissatisfaction, frustration, and it and and a call to action yeah. that came out. But let me ask you this. You know, as somebody like I said, somebody who grew up yeah. and you know, with hip hop, um, and I really feel like, you know, it defined a lot of my own uh creativity and, you know, all of these different things. But for somebody who grew up appreciating lyricism, yeah, grew up appreciating, you know, attention to to detail and craft. Mm-hmm. When we look at hip hop today, right? What is the statement that's being made, and 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 does hip hop have the potential to continue to to kind of be this bridge? Because you got you got old folks like myself who feel a sense of dissatisfaction oh, yeah. with a lot of the artists, not all of them. Yeah. Right, but. Yeah. No, I feel like, I feel like today is anybody can be a rapper. I mean, quite literally anybody. Yeah. You don't have to be on beat no more. You don't have to have any real skill anymore. Mm-hmm. What's the kid's name? Um, Blueface. I, man, it's funny you say that, because I was, I was about to mention his name. Yeah. I mean, you know, no disrespect to his hustle, whatever that no, is. No, but no, not at all. I mean, I heard one of his songs. I was just like, this would not fly in my day. Right. In the 90s, you was rapping like this, man, you wouldn't, no kind of radio play whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, like, you don't have to be talented. You don't have to be skilled anymore. You don't have to know verbiage, words, or any of that. You don't, you just got to sound like something that people want to hear. Right. And I think it's 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 uh it's terrible and that's why I guess older people feel a little disenchanted with hip hop nowadays and we cling to people like, you know, your Kendricks and your J. Coles or whatever, uh, who uh seem to have a little more. But even that, like, I, w- I was thinking to myself not no disrespect to those guys, because J. Cole's one of my favorite artists, but mm-hmm. they would be Cubs in the Nas era. You think J. Cole would? I, I think I think to some extent he would definitely have his place. He would have his shoes, but he would be looking up to them guys. He wouldn't be in the same ring with them, mm. in my opinion. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They, now, I'll say he's a 
Oh, he's nice. He's a ma- he's a master storyteller. He's, man, right? he's really nice. Yeah. And and he's got like he's dope. You know what I'm saying? I I don't even want to take anything from him. I'm just saying, like we don't have enough for those guys. Is what right. I'm really trying to say. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think it should also be expected that, you know, like if you from, if you from the '90s, if I'm using a basketball right. metaphor, right, then it doesn't get any better than Mike and the then Bulls, Jordan. Yeah. Right? Doesn't get any better than exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we expect a certain amount of allegiance. Certainly. Um, <laughs> so that's, but but like you said, you know, you're not taking anything away from yeah. him. Um, but everybody says, everybody says, I'm stuck in like all my friends. They all they all say, man, you, you're stuck in that era. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, I, I I'm stuck in it because what you're asking me to join is just not up to par. Yeah. It really isn't, man. Like, I mean. Ah, uh, some of these rappers, man. I, I just, I can't. I don't even listen. I honestly, I'm telling you this to, out of all honesty. I might listen to music, out of like outside of my music or other artists that I know who are making music personally. Yeah. I don't really listen to music at all, hmm. because I'm so just turned off from this era's music. Yeah. You know, and but I mean I've heard stuff, of course. You know what I'm saying? People always try to make me listen to something. And I hear it, and they 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 want they they look at me with this like this this side look like he probably gonna hate it because <laughs> I'm 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 listening to it from a rapper's ear like I'm listening like look right his words I'm listening for for the metaphors I'm listening for his flow I'm listening for all of these different things. Mm-hmm. I guess it's a gift and a curse maybe I don't know. No, no, you know I'm gonna tell you. Um, once I started doing uh, radio, yeah. then I started listening. You know, after a year, two years, you start listening to it in a different way. Yeah. And you hear yourself in a different way, yeah. right? So you're way more critical. Uh, you're noticing stuff. You know, I'm listening with my wife. We're listening to yeah. a, a program, and I'm like, listen to the soundscape. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. you know yeah. like, listen to their transitions. Right up. You know? Yeah. But um, so, no, I mean, I, I, I completely get that. But what I look for in – I'm looking for that for that nugget. I'm looking for that gem. Yeah. I understand, and I think this. Okay, so look, look here, family. You have to understand the the economics behind it, right? If you mm. don't support uh, particular content, then supply and demand. That's just kind of how it works, right? Right. Um, but there have been artists who try to sneak in something. They sneak in that gem that's yeah. going to make people think. That's uplifting. That really almost goes completely opposite of their, you know, persona. Yeah. And I was looking. So I, I don't know if I should name the artist or not, but young folks know who he is. Who is he? The baby. Okay. Yeah, I, I know this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I listened to the whole his whole CD. Okay. And I was looking for a, a gem in there. Yeah. Couldn't find one. <laughs> Now he now he says like he says stuff like, you know, God is great, mm-hmm. right? So there's there's an awareness that possibly, and I'm not I'm not surprised that there's more to this brother than we're hearing yeah. on that CD. But from a technical standpoint, from yeah. a lyrical, from a delivery standpoint, dude's bad. Yeah, right? I mean I'm not I'm not familiar enough about his music. To really comment on, you know, what it is I like or dislike about him. Um, I am, though, for instance, somebody who recently passed away who I loved uh, only and unfortunately only after he passed away mm-hmm. uh, because I was so 
you know, turned off from this era of music I wasn't really listening. Uh, Nipsey Hussle. Yeah. You know, and when I heard what he was doing with, you know, his music, again, another guy who has songs that I'm just like, uh, that's, that message is whack. Right. You know what I'm saying? But he has songs where I'm like, man, that message needs to be heard. Right. You know, he has joints you know, that I felt were just moving and powerful and, and, and you know, something that, and, he, you know, his mentality, the way he carried himself or seemed to carry himself, all of that had a lot to do with, you know, perceiving him. Like, I, I would, he was he was a, a Tupac of this era. I would really definitely give him that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's unfortunate, though, you know, that, for instance, he doesn't have the type of shine that he should have. Mm-hmm. You know, does he? Takashi is what everybody wants to wants to wants to get six wants nine. to get behind six nine, and it's like it's like why though why why do, why don't you want to hear something that's gonna benefit you yeah and why do you only want to hear trash why do you only want to turn up why do you only want to wild out right. you know what I'm saying like like come on man you know and see my problem yeah and I totally get that my problem with guys like um, uh, the, the fellow I mentioned. I'm not going to say his name again. Yeah. My problem is the messages are so off. Yeah. I mean so awful. Yeah. I mean and I'm thinking to myself like if if I would have if I would have had a son and I heard him saying the stuff that this guy is saying then you might not see my son for a while, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> he he would he, you know, he would have to do some serious soul searching and and, and yeah. timing out and, and healing. Yeah. Um so that that brings me to another question, which is mentorship, mentorship and history, right? Because you used to have groups, you know, those saying steel sharpens steel, yeah, right. And yeah. the cipher—that's why the cipher was so important. I agree, yeah. right? So, uh, Radio Slam family, if we got anybody on here who does not know what a cipher is, <laughs> all right, you know, no, no, no shade. Um, <laughs> so you got a circle, right? The cipher, the the circle, you got a, you got a circle of of MCs, and each person has an opportunity to you know to to, to rhyme, and it just goes around and around. And it could be a conversation, it could be on one particular topic, it could yeah. be one person going at another, you know, within the circle, whatever it is. But yeah. and it's completely organic. Yeah, it's not something that you. All right, your turn. No, it's just people yeah, jump yeah. in and come up kind of yeah. like double dutch whenever you're ready, you know? Yes, yeah. yes. And But but having those types of, uh, that type of a culture where it really is, it's show and prove. It's bring something original, right? There's something elevating about that. Right. And now it just feels like, because I don't really see, like you go on YouTube and you look for, you know, ciphers. Yeah. Yeah, you, you see some, but there's not really not anymore. Yeah. Like King Los. Yeah. Seeing him do some if you don't know oh, who nice. King Los is, yeah, he's one of the yeah. baddest off the top yeah. um, you know, guys I've seen. Um, but it was something mentally elevating about that. But how can you how can you have that when now art imitating life means that the artist are giving themselves into substance abuse, prescription drug abuse. Right. Um, how how you gonna rap and formulate a, a rap when you when your senses are dulled? Yeah, yeah. One of my friends said something really interesting. He said that um, in the '90s, you know, 
it wasn't cool to be on drugs. Nah. But it was cool to be the drug dealer. Right. So everybody was that you was you were hearing narrations from was from the, the the guy who was selling the, the kilos and all of that type of stuff. Yeah. Now we're hearing the the songs from rappers. It's cool to be drugged up. Yeah. You know these are guys who are constantly talking about sipping lean and popping pills and all yeah. that type of stuff. So you know that's one of the changes we've experienced, right? Uh, and I feel like you know you make a good point. You know how can you even write a song or, or prepare a song? And you just you doped out of your head kind of thing. And, and you know, I, again, I think that if we're talking about life imitating or uh, hip-hop or art imitating life, that's what everybody's trying to do, escape. Yeah. Nobody wants to face reality. You know, that's why everybody's gung-ho about, you know, marijuana being uh, legalized uh, all over. Uh, that's why, because everybody just, you know, we want to get away from the world. And I think... Part of that is is what the music is. The music is really nowadays like you listen to it. It's really, uh, it's almost like a, it's almost like a alternative hip hop. Mm-hmm. You know, you know how you have alternative rock. You know what I'm saying? This is like it's very melodic tunes, heavy 808s in the background. Yeah. You know, a lot of these rappers are singing now. You know what I'm saying? And the people are kind of in a trance. But then you, when you listen to the content, I mean. You know, I, one of the one of the motifs that I'm hearing now in, in the music is just, I'm gonna take your girl. Yeah. You know, she and I'm gonna use her however I want to use her, and you know that's like a badge of honor now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Which is just, it's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like like these guys and they they they're, they're cool with it. And then we have we have the social social media outlets, the TMZs and even radio stations. You know who who sit there and they promote that same stuff. Right. Like for instance, I remember when Scottie Pippen was going through the situation with his wife, and his wife was messing around with Future. Right, right. You know, you know, on him. You know what I'm saying? All the radio stations were talking about it, and you know, like why are we promoting this? Why is this news? You know. Well, let's go. Let's go to that end. Yeah. Right. Because, to a degree, if any anybody who understands communication and distribution, yeah, um, you understand this. There's an industry, mm-hmm. and that means that um, somebody gets to decide who gets to talk. Right. Where yeah. and when. Yeah. They they decide who gets the mic. Yeah. So the radio stations. Um, okay, let me think. Clear Channel, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Viacom. Um, them the only two I can really think of, right, yeah. off the top of the head. Yeah. But it's a very small group of, <laughs> of of people that are really holding a mic, right? All right, and they're determining, they're dictating what the direction of the conversations are going to be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So the artists kind of get stuck in the middle of that. Right. The 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 DJs. The on-air personalities, yeah, right. So what are your thoughts on that? I, I mean, I think that that is one of the tragic, uh, tragic uh, aspects that's that's befallen hip hop over the years. That you know, specific people have commandeered uh, what can be said, what can be put out, what is popular, what isn't popular. Um, and made it so, you know. Um, however, you know, there's, there is a movement, there is a movement within hip-hop 
<clears throat> of people who are doing it themselves, you know, because the advent of social media, you know, has made it where we can put it out ourselves. We can promote it ourselves. You know, if we got the kind of money and the kind of backing that we need, we can do all this by ourselves. Right. Um, however, those same people just want to emulate or emulate uh, what what is already you know popular. You know, so. You know, somebody who might have some money behind him and can do things on his own, he's still trying to be the next little little Yachty or the next little uh, uh, little right. Uzi Vert, whatever. He's not trying to step out of you know the the, the already proposed boxes for him mm-hmm. and do something different. You know, and I think you know at the end of the day, because most of these guys, all they really want is what they rap about. I just want women. I just want money. I just want chains. And I just want to be able to go where I want to go and do what I want to do and travel the world or whatever the case may be. You know, this playboy lifestyle. And that's why that's all they give to the people because it's literally all they want. You know what I'm saying? And you're right, though. There are people, companies who are, are who, who, you know, give you tons of money. Here, take take it, take it. Mm -hmm. Just put this kind of stuff out for us. Put that kind of stuff out for us. And it was happening as early as Tupac's day. Sure. You know what I'm saying? When, uh, he, he had a hard time putting out uh, some of his orig- his earlier music, you know, the Tupacalypse albums and all that type of stuff. Uh, he had hardships putting that stuff out because they didn't want him to do that. They wanted him to be like N.W.A. Or they wanted him to be a specific type of brand of rapper, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's just, it's always been the case over the years. And 50 Cent said it best. He said, he said look, man, he said, leave... All that creative stuff and what you said, man, leave that at home, man. This is a business. We mm. trying to make money. Give the people what they want. And essentially that's what they do. Mm. You know? I, they might be the dopest MC, but I got to make this bread. Let me talk about what they want to hear. That's how it is. I think about the movie uh, X, Malcolm X. Yeah. In the scene where Honorable Elijah Muhammad, he's talking to Malcolm. He first gets out, uh-huh. and he shows him the two glasses of water, uh-huh. and he puts ink thing. in one. In one, yeah. and he says, "You know, if you offer, he gives him the one that's, yeah. that's dirty, it's cloudy. If you offer this to the to a man, that's what he drink, yeah. right? Yeah. But if you offer him pulls that clean glass of water, if you offer him this, the choice is clear, yeah, right. So who is offering?" The choice, because it's not just about for 50 to say, yes, it is a business, right? No right. way around that. But who is offering the alternative? Who takes responsibility for offering something that's actually life-given? It's not just about the money, just not about not about the, yeah. the material. There's two aspects to that. Mm-hmm. One, the artist has to take responsibility to prepare and create something that is just as competitive as the garbage. Mm-hmm. And I think artists fell at that a lot. They don't they don't really they they you know, they don't hone their crafts good enough. They don't they don't get the right type of beats. But a lot of that is not necessarily their fault either because they don't have the finances to get to access to those type of beats. You know what I'm saying? They, you know, they don't have finances to go to the studios that can really make their sound you know, as clear as it needs to be. You know, there's a lot of things that most underground 
artists have to battle. Mm-hmm. Second thing is, is the people who are in control and who can get behind an artist, put money behind an artist, they're, they're, they're not really supporting that type of art. You know, it's, it's, it's being offered, but it's being offered on a very minimal scale, and, and it's not as accessible as everything else is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and it, not only is it not as accessible, but it's not, you know, there's, there's so many other elements re, uh, revolving around uh, if, if a piece is liked or not, right? You got marketing, you got advertising, right? How can I make this look cool to the people? You know what I'm saying? All of that t- plays in, in, into it, right? Because, uh, and I think that, that there's a lot of artists who just don't have that. Because let's let's step back for a moment. We had a conscious artist who was, you know, doing this thing. You know, for instance, we mentioned someone like Lupe, right? Yeah, yeah. This is someone who was putting out conscious music for the most part you know letting people know about some really good strong messages but he uh you know he's like bringing a little kid to an art gallery and telling him to um analyze uh some monet or or something that's really yeah Rembrandt. yeah Yeah. and and, you know a little kid's like i don't want to see this Mm-hmm. Man, go put on them cartoons I was watching. <laughs> I analyzed that for you. I analyzed SpongeBob for you. Right. And I think that's that's the situation with with a guy like him, is that you know, he's over he's over the average yeah. listener's head. Yeah. And so because of that, it's fine music, right? Like I remember one of my favorite songs was uh, "Deliver" from him. Okay. It's more, uh, I think it was on Food and Liquor too, but he put that joint out. Or might have been on mural. I can't remember, but uh, he put that song out, and I felt like it was such a great song. It should have been number one, mm. but it just I, I, and it had that. It was a great beat. He had. I mean, it was professionally made. It was great, and I don't know if it was an issue of it wasn't enough money put behind it, or is he just not popular enough? You know what I'm saying? Again, a lot of this is a popular kind popularity contest. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I only mess with this artist because he's on, because he's known. But then you got the others who take a bit of pride. And I think, yeah, and, and you know, they take pride in knowing about that next big artist or not even if they're big. Yeah. Right. They, they just take more, get more satisfaction out of being in tune with the underground. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That, um, there's there's definitely that that. um that following yeah yeah so okay going back to lupe there's a song he did called um actually i don't know know the title of it but it's a play on the b word oh yeah women refer to each other women good yeah Yeah. that sort of thing yeah that to me was masterful yeah um on the on a number of fronts first of all because one of the critiques that hip-hop gets uh and and it's not always deserved right but uh, quite often, it is it's about misogyny, right? You know the way women are depicted, and I felt like a song like that really addressed the uh, the, the the woman listener, the female yeah. listener, thinking about how the words are used and how they form realities, right? Right, right? and how you know you got to be conscious of that, and that was one to me. I felt like should have been required listening, yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> but. But you know what's interesting about that is here that you have a song like that, right? Yeah. 
and it's laying down some facts, right? Yeah. Why don't nobody want to hear it? You know, they'd rather continue to be called the B word, right? Roll with that, and you know what I'm saying, and and they rather just have this party. Everybody just wants to party. Again, it goes back to the idea of people just want to forget. I don't want to think. I don't. Like, people just want to separate themselves from really, you know, applying their minds to some things and just just, just enjoy. Let me just have fun. Mm-hmm. Why can't I just have fun? You know, this is what music is. Some, some, which is true. I mean, music is supposed to be enjoyable, yeah. but it's like at the same time, it's like, come on, man, you could be more. Yeah, and 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 that that is the question, right? Are we expecting too much from hip hop? And 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 if we're gonna say yes, then I think we need to have we got to have our facts in order on that. Now, yeah. personally, personally, what I want to make sure we're not doing right that I'm not doing is blaming the victim, ah, right? Because yeah, yeah, a lot of people don't realize, and that's why I wanted to point out the whole idea about the, about there being an industry. Yeah, and yeah. that's something that that Kanye came up against when he wanted to try to design clothes and yeah. you know, all this other stuff, right? It's one thing to design a single shirt or a single line, but it's quite another to have a supply chain and to have the access that comes with being at a seat of power yeah. in industry, right? So music is the very same thing. Yeah, now there's people feeding you yeah. what you listen to and, 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 not, and, and not just feeding you, but setting you up to only like a certain type of music, you know what I'm saying? One right. of the ways they do that is drowning out, you know, alternatives to that, you know what I'm saying? And um, I think also just, like, you know, it's like, I, I I used to always wonder, like, if, you know, when you're trying to buy, like, a like a drink, for, for instance, like, you know, you're trying to pick what soda you want to drink, right? Right. There's always some beautiful woman advertising this soda to you you know like oh man you want to drink dr pepper because it's you know this yeah but you want to drink that because it's this and she's holding it and you know she, she has nothing to do with the drink mm-hmm. you know but they understand the things that people are motivated towards and they augment those things mm-hmm. you know make them more make them bigger so that our minds can only see that you know what i'm saying but i think also at the same time uh and here, here's my thing you asked the question if hip-hop, is, uh, sh- uh, are we asking too much from hip-hop? Yes and no. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, because it's just music. Right. And they're just musicians. They are scholars, doctors, teachers, lawyers, religious people. All these people need to step up mm-hmm. and do more. You know what I'm saying? It shouldn't just be on the backs of the artists. That's 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 ridiculous. I remember even seeing uh, Malcolm was talking one day, and he was saying, you know, the people that, uh, you know, he he, he kind of used to frown on the idea that we take from artists, uh, you know, what what we should understand about life and stuff like. They're they're artists, you know. They're not, you know, where where the, where are scholars at? Where are the people who 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 know things? They they're the ones that should be up here, right? right. At the same time. I do say that hip hop has a bigger responsibility because whenever I hear a girl 
use terminologies of this time that I know where she heard it from, or a guy, and I know where he heard it from, which is from a song, mm-hmm. you know, or the way people are dressed, or the things that they, that, that we, you know, the, uh, the, the sayings we have, or the way we interact with people, all of that has a lot to do with pop culture, and hip-hop is one of the forerunners in pop culture right now. So yeah. you have, yes, you're just an artist, and I get it, but at the same time, you are moving people. And, and, and we, we either move positively or negatively, you know, and I feel like, you know, if you all were just, you know, artists, I mean, all the artists would just care a little bit more about what it is that you put out content-wise, you can move people towards something better, mm-hmm. you know. So you made a, a reference about what is obligatory, mm-hmm. right? So um, if there's a janazah, somebody has to be there. The janazah must be done. Everybody is not going to be there. That's fine, right? Right. So I'm going to make another reference rooted in uh, the, uh, the Islamic tradition, mm-hmm. taking it straight, straight back to the Quran. And during its day, the time of its revelation, in Arabian culture, one of the most influential um, opinion, opinion makers was the poet. Mm. Right. And poetry was so important in this oral society. It was so important that... The, the the time of like peace, right? No raiding, no war, no bloodshed. It was centered around this festival where the poets representing the different tribes would come together and they would drop these They would battle. Tremendous yes, they would battle. Yeah. Tremendously long uh and from what I, from what I understand from what I understand sometimes impromptu yeah. right pieces that had these intricate rhyme schemes, right? And the winner, you know, their tribe would, uh, their poem would hang in the Kaaba, right? So (laughs) with the revelation of the Quran, it gave something that was completely different and unique, but still within the context of uh, of what was appreciated and what was considered beautiful. The language, yeah. Yeah. And its revelation, its rhyme structure, its content, everything, it surpassed anything that anybody else was able to produce. I mean, I would even go as far as to say that it was so great that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made a point to say this isn't poetry. That's right. What, That's you're, what, right. You, what you're doing but it is was, poetry. But, yeah. but it was, but it, there's an of art. Of course, yeah. Right? There, there's there's definitely some, some beauty and some aesthetics that can definitely be found in poetic, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. uh, usage. That's definitely in how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala presents his words uh, in the Quran. But the greatest poets would hear his the, the, the verses and, and be like, down. I can't. Yeah, can't do can't, nothing with it. I can't do it. nothing with it. Right. This is the next level right here. I bring that up mm-hmm. to say that today, right, why that there there's also a there's an opportunity to give something back. We're not talking revelation. Right. But give something back that is actually beautiful, that is affirming, that yeah. is, you know, that tells a story about who we are and all the variety, but but does so for our upliftment. I mean, I can't help but think about yeah. the, once again, going back to the civil rights yeah. movement, and some of those songs that people listen to that, you know, got you up and feeling mm-hmm. like, you know, you can move forward. 
I think um, there's a concern of mine that are people appreciating beautiful music? Are they appreciating, you know, um, the popularity of the music? Mm-hmm. So, for instance, you know, the reason why the Quran was so effective in its day is because people who did read poetry listened to it and knew what it was about would hear the Quran and say, because, again, they had an understanding of poetry mm-hmm. that when they heard the Quran, they had to say, man, this is it's beyond me. Right. And that in itself was the miracle for a lot of them. That, that, that in itself was the thing that moved them to say these have to be from God, these words. Because mm-hmm. no man could create something like this right. or say something like this. And so now I wonder with hip-hop, you know, somebody might drop a metaphor that's just so dope and amazing and connected with all of these different, uh, you know, wordplay and all of this. But people who are not aware of those things, like, man, what are you talking about? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What is this nonsense? Mm-hmm. But someone else who, who knows those those things, right, those those, those pieces of literature, those, uh, you know, the, those types of uh, figurative language or whatever, they see that and they be like, shh, mm-hmm. you know, another level. Right. And so I think that the people have to want more. You have to not just be cool with, oh, this is, you know, that, that 808 hit hard. I like. It's got to be more than that. Yeah. For you, you know what I'm saying? For you to really grasp how beautiful this this thing hip hop is, mm-hmm. it's it's amazing. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I hear something from, like one of my favorite artists is uh, Psy High. I hear something from him, and I just be like, I and I take great <laughs> pride in in writing. You know what I'm saying? Really complex rhyme schemes. I say, man, he's yeah. beyond me. I can't mess with him because mm. I could have never thought of that. You know what I'm saying? And it makes me appreciate it so much more. And, and you know what I'm saying? And, and I really want to hear more from this particular. But people who just want to, you know, lean with it, rock with it, you know. What that, that's the audience. And that's why I want to go back to, yeah. first off, hip-hop is bigger than just the, uh, than just music. It really yeah. is, it's, you know, it's, it's culture. But it has a lot to do, I guess, depending on where you are yeah. you know, in life. For me, it will always go back to like what you were mentioning about, yeah. you know, having um, having a KRS-One, yeah. right? having Chuck D in Public Enemy, and what that represented. You know, it really did represent potential for change. Yeah, right. Uh, it represented, you know, it was it was um, community building, and that energy has been diluted. And changed around, so the frustration that we have with the system right. is now a frustration, really, that we have with ourselves. It's yeah. very much more. The music is is so. The lyrics are very. They're predatory. Yeah. Right. It's about. You know that that um, the variety that kind of offset some of that stuff. Right. It's it just it does not feel it is not present, and. And what is uh what's mainstream? I will say this though. Yeah. When the movie Black Panther came out, mm-hmm. uh, and there was this sort of vibe of like 
black people feeling very proud about. That was scary. And it, it was, was beautiful. It was it was beautiful. It was powerful, man. Yeah. And I remember hearing the song, the main the uh, song with Kendrick and uh, I forgot the young lady's name. SZA. Yeah, I think yeah. Yeah. When I heard that song, man, it was just knowing that this is the the the, the, the soundtrack or part of the soundtrack for this great movie that was, you know, in my opinion, about you know black excellence in, in many different ways you know what I'm saying yeah I was I love that song mm -hmm. it was beautiful man it, it was motivating it was powerful like you know I, I left the theater like just off the music itself like yeah yeah I'm gonna say something that I know some artists you may not agree with it yeah some of the folks fine. may not agree with it but I don't think that african-american black right i don't think these artists have the luxury of pandering or believing that they can do the variety you know that their art can reflect the variety of life mm. i don't think that they have that luxury right because of what is at stake yeah right and if other than that, we basically, you know, we are, we are, we're downplaying this, the, 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 the dire situation that we are in. I'll, I'll, to add to what you're saying. Yeah. I feel like there's a way to do everything. Mm -hmm. You know, like for instance, remember that song by uh, Will Smith, Summertime? Yeah. I love this. That was, uh, hey, that's still a classic. And 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 the reason why it was a great song because he he really just talking about a day in Philly, just how to it. get down, just kicking it. Yeah. But for me, it had a very positive message to it because you know he said it even in the song. You know, it said um, all that hardcore dance has gotten to be a little bit out of control. It's cool to dance, but what about us? You know, he was like. Saying, yeah. like, there are many different aspects to us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I felt like, you know, with the visuals from that video, it was like, yo, this is this is how it should be. You know what I'm saying? Like, And I feel like you have to learn, artists have to learn how to talk about many different things without being so reckless with it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can all talk about having a good time. Yeah, and there's nothing right? wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. But yeah. if, you're, if your good time is, you know... I'm gonna I'm gonna take his wife. I'm gonna take his girl. I'm yeah. gonna shoot him after, and I'm gonna get drunk and then that that you know what I'm saying we need to stay away from that. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like we need to learn how to talk about every aspect of our life mm -hmm. in a beneficial way. I like the way you phrase that yeah. because that's that's exactly what I mean when I say that we don't have the luxury right. of, of trying to be devil's advocate yeah. or be the devil, you know, <laughs> right, in our music. Right, right, right. right. Because the whole, the whole idea behind, you know, gangster rap is dysfunctional, yeah. right? It's yeah. destructive. Yeah, I'm, it I'm popping you because you wear a different color, yeah. you're from a different set, um, and our economy is built on not me selling records, it's built on me pushing drugs mm. to my community. Yeah. So that's dysfunctional. Yeah, I agree. We don't we don't need that type or those type of messages 
you know, we, we just don't need them because I agree, bro. there's this, um, I can't remember the guy's name, but it was some reading out I was doing, you know, like maybe 20, 30 years ago. But the guy said, he was a publisher. He said, I don't care who writes the laws as long as I can write the songs, hmm. right? That to me is the a perfect, you know, embodiment of where we are right now. Yeah. When the term, in terms of how the, the music industry, yeah, and yeah. particularly, you know, we talk about hip hop, whose consumers we know we know that that white America are the largest consumers mm -hmm. just by sheer the, 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 the fact that they are the majority at this yeah, point. Yeah, But it's a creativity that comes out of our experiences. Certainly. And if and if we are presenting our experiences, the the, the, the dysfunctional, as if it were functional. Right. Right. Then. We are gonna have actions that that continue to reflect that. Yeah, I agree. I mean, even like, and, and that's the thing, man. I really feel like the artists need to be a little more brave. You know, stop being afraid that all oh, my record sales gonna drop because of this. Just put it out. Yeah. Just put it out. Don't worry about where so it's gonna go. See what happens. And if if you as big as you think you are, yeah, people will follow. People will, you know what I'm saying? And that's, you know, that's one thing that I feel like with, like, for instance, with Jay-Z. I was just about to ask you about it, you know, so I'm glad. Go ahead. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> something with him. Like, you know, I feel like, at least with his recent music, uh, he's not, he's changed in a certain way to, like, kind of trying to, it seems, it seems, to put black people up on, you know, his business mind or how he looks at things, you know what I'm saying? And it's not the same music like it was when he was doing Reasonable Doubt or doing all, yeah, you know, Black or Album and all, all that type of stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think that, you know, he's just he's just doing him. This is what I, you know, you like it, you like it, cool, cool. And people follow. Mm -hmm. You know, he's they're like black royalty now. You know, I yeah. don't necessarily agree with that, but they're yeah. like black royalty. Like they're literally looked upon as like the the king and queen. Of, of for black people, you know what I'm saying? Because they they've managed to stay together, they've managed to be successful. He's I think he just hit the billion mark for himself, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you know, four four four, uh that I think that's the latest one. Yeah. Right? You know, different Jay Z. Very different Jay Z. And it and it should be. Yes. Right? At yes. almost fifty years old, you should sound yeah. different. Yeah. Right? Exactly. He sounds a lot more mature. Yeah. You know, he much more reflective. And he managed to do it in such a way that it still had some of today's flair to it. You know, like like mm -hmm. you know, you listen to a, a Jay Z beat from two thousand and you listen to a Jay Z beat off of four four four, yeah. It's maturity there. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Or it's not I'm gonna say maturity, it's different. You know, he's grown. You know what I'm saying? Um and I think that he understands, okay, these are the weapons that people are using you know as far as the, the, the sound of beat the style of beat you know what i'm saying um you know a lot of a lot of hip-hop beats nowadays they're heavy in 808s uh they have some melodic tune to go with it you know what i'm saying he took that made it his own mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and put his message on top of that well no no id produced that yes right? the whole project yeah. yeah so no id if for you for you guys who know who no id is if you don't know you know who kanye is right yeah and uh, No ID was like, from what I understand, a mentor for Kanye yes, as he was, was first um, uh, starting out. As a matter of fact, I remember getting on the 79th Street 
uh, getting on the, the, the train right uh, over on 79th and no ID yeah. brother was selling he had a, a, a tape or something yeah. and I think he might have been giving them out but I think he, he gave me one of his I don't remember the brother's face but I remember it was from no that, ID no ID yeah. yeah and that's this has got to be like an early I want to say early 90s yeah no ID's been around for a while yeah and he is you know one of the one of the greats he's one of my favorite producers yeah and, yeah, go ahead. So let, let me let me close out with this because we are we, we are coming up on the on the time, <laughs> um, and we really honestly, brother, I, I feel like we could just keep going. Of course. Uh, <laughs> but let me ask you this: um, every every art form has a history, right? So when it comes to the history of of hip hop, yeah, whose responsibility is that? to make sure that these these up and coming artists are aware of the baton they have in their hand that somebody else was carrying it before they had before they got it but i can't okay i'm going to give you i'm not going to give you the exact lyrics but uh m said on one of on his last cd it's one song he's talking about he says i'm not really I said, i'm not coming at you all right he says right. but Back in the day, if this is what I would thrive on. Somebody coming at me. He says, but these mumble rappers, he says, they have no idea about the people that came before them that may rap what it is. Yeah. And you know what? Um, I don't think they care, man. I don't think they care. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say why. That's I'm so gonna say sad. that. The reason why I'm, I'm saying that because, uh. Uh, the Migos, for instance, uh, was disrespecting Bone Thugs and Harmony, who was the Migos of our day. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and just, you know, calling them, you know, y'all old, y'all out of date, y'all outdated. You know, I don't want to hear that old, you know, old style, whatever. That's how they That's how they disrespected that. And these are the leaders of this era. Yeah. And I feel like at the end of the day, what, and I, and I said this earlier, which is why the artist has to step up, but... They just, they, I just want my lifestyle. I just want my money, my girls, this and that, and, and, and that's all I care about. Now, granted, there are some of them who definitely pay homage, pay respect, and, and you know, go back and, you know, definitely look up. But, you know, it's, but it's not, it's not just the music, though, right? It's generational. It's, it's really, it really a is. generation thing. Like, we see it even in basketball, right? Yeah. Like, you know, people... You know, I hear young people nowadays who didn't see Mike play. You know what I'm saying? I only see clips and like, LeBron crush him, LeBron is this and that. And and you know, and really just disrespecting like, oh he wasn't you know, I had a I had a conversation, I work at the youth center, I had a conversation with a bunch of kids and they was just like, Man, everything from your era sucked, it was old and you know what I'm saying? And and I think Man. that that is what this generation is, is at. You know, they, they really feel like they're just better. And, 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 you know, and that might be so, so many different reasons. One of them being technology, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, that everything's been made so easy for people. They don't know how hard it was for a rapper back in the 90s. Yeah. It yeah. was hard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They didn't. They didn't was no digital distribution. Yeah, wasn't no, wasn't no, I could just turn on YouTube and hear whatever song I want to hear. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was, 
hand to hand. Here's a record. You know what I'm saying? Here's a tape. Trunks. You know what I'm saying? It was it was so yeah. grimy back in those days. Remember Soldiers of War? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I think and I think they sold what a uh, hundred thousand on the streets. Wow. On the streets, hand to hand. Which, you know, pff, that was a milestone back then, yeah, man. Yeah, that's huge. It's like selling a million. Yeah, yeah. And nowadays, you know what I'm saying? You don't, man, I, I, can't, I can't remember the last time I've seen a CD. Mm-hmm. Everything's so digital now. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Just download it off your Play Stores or your Apple this or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. and you got it. You know, it's crazy, man. And I feel like a lot of that helps young people or this generation defraud uh, the older generation, like like, you know, yeah, I don't know how it was, yeah. and there was a certain spirit that back then, they don't have now. You know what I'm saying? And I and I really that, I feel sorry for them on that on that accord. Like back then, it just like when you think about the the late '80s and the '90s for hip hop, it was just rich. Yeah, it was really rich. You know what I'm saying? It, and it had had a vibe to it, you know what I'm saying? It, and it truly is the soundtrack of that era, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you know, the way everybody dressed and carried themselves and all of that, you know? Now, you know, you're just different. The resistance was still alive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and I have to I have to check myself sometimes. I be thinking maybe I'm, maybe I'm just an old head who just likes his era, you know? Yeah. But, uh, no, it's, it's a lot. I'm going to say that I mean, the question the question was, are we expecting too much of hip hop? And and I'm gonna, my answer is no. Yeah. No, we're not expecting I too agree. much. And I think we have to demand more of of our artists. We got to demand more of our public intellectuals. Yes. More of our uh, theologians. More of, of anybody who's in a position to give an opinion that's going to be swirling around in somebody's head and impact <laughs> the way they see themselves as a man or woman, as a child or whatever, yeah. right? We got to demand more yeah. uh, from people. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I, this last thing I'll say, man, I, you know, one thing that I hate is, you know, I personally judge artists not just off of the music they put, yeah. but their character as well. That, that matters to me. Yeah. And, you know, like I, I find it, you know, like, I, like for, uh, for instance, some of the, the Cardi B's or whatever, and they're trying to become political in, in some type of way. Yeah. And I just be like, man, I don't really care about your politics in in the sense. I mean, you just told a little girl, it's okay for her to be with this dude, that dude, that dude, that dude, and it's okay for her to twerk. It's okay for her to, you know, what I'm saying to be out here just as lewd as you are. You just told her that. Mm-hmm. I don't care about your politics. It's amazing how many um, God-conscious women. I noticed I didn't just say just, just Muslim, yeah. but God-conscious women who are who see her as a role model. Uh, and look, folks, I know we can we can talk about patriarchy, we can talk about misogyny, and we can talk about people growing up in dysfunctional environments where they feel like their options are limited, yeah. and that her behavior and believe me i'm not standing in judgment of her or anybody else um and i also do want to say as i'm saying this i think it's important that we also do give people the opportunity to grow right right to 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 change right so i mean she's not doing whatever she was doing that existed within a context yeah um 
And because of social media and, and video cameras, there's no way in the world that she could have kept that in the closet. Right. That was going to come out. Right. So how she, you know, but dealt my, with that. My thing is, though, like, what happened to the people who, by any means necessary, I don't care what it is, I'm not about to trade who I am for a piece, for, for, for a piece of bread or a dollar. I'm not going to become lower than, than a human being. Mm-hmm. Because I want to put food on the table. Why are we not admiring those individuals? Th- think about this before I answer that question. Let's just consider this in terms of um, Cardi B, right? Yeah. Whose name is Bacardi, right? And she got a sister named Hennessy. Hmm. Yeah. Right. Let that let that kind of sink in, right? Yeah. And, and believe me, I say this with no with no judgment, right? I'm not. It's not a I'm up here. But you it down says there. something, though. But it says something about the the dynamics yeah. of of the the potential upbringing, yeah. parenting, just the worldview. Yeah, right. It says a whole lot. And I, I mean, for me, like, I feel like our heroes are our heroes are 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 people who made it are the people who made it because we make them that. Yeah. The consumer, the the regular person, makes them that and I feel like you know whenever I hear somebody say oh man you know she changed her life around I'm like yeah but she's still telling your daughter it's okay to be this or that you know what I'm saying right. and, I, and I really feel like at the end of the day it's just like come on man like just because somebody got money just because somebody made it to a position of power that's not enough the, up, the other side of that is yeah. you have money you got the light on you you got the, the contract and the tours and the advances and all of that stuff and, yeah. and people sending you free designer stuff. You have all of that because you are playing ball, because yeah. you are saying do this and do that, yeah. whether you're man or woman, right? Because right. you're, you're, you're perpetuating the status quo. Right. Yeah. Now, give me your opinion on this. Um, a lot of artists, some artists, see themselves as actors, they're right. putting on a a, a, a persona. Right. Uh, matter of fact, I was listening to an interview with Beyonce, and she talked about this. Yeah. When, you know, like normally I'm very quiet and chill and everything, but when I go on stage, I basically... I I'm, transform I'm into this, yeah. Right? What are your thoughts on performers, on artists who see their art... It's just it's just a performance. It's yeah. not who I am. I'm just giving the people what they want. I'll say this in, in, in relation to my own self. Yeah. My music, what I write, what I record, what I put on track, is a reflection of what is in my mind. Yeah. And how I think, and how I carry myself. However, when I get on stage, because I hate performing. Mm-hmm. I have to transform into this guy who seems like he's enjoying himself on stage. Right. When in actuality, I hate it. I'm, I don't even want to be up there. <laughs> wow. But in that, so I'm saying that to say my message, Yeah. what I'm talking about needs to be from me. Right. That needs to be me, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, that's what I'm giving you. It shouldn't be like, oh, I'm just going to put this together because it's going to give me some money. Right. But this isn't really me. When I'm at home, 
you know, I'm mannered, I'm this, I'm that, you know, I cook my husband breakfast or, you know, I clean the house, whatever. I do things, you know, like, are you that shallow that you can't tell us who you really are? This, this is really a reflection of the era, the social media era that yeah. we live in. People take pictures, they post stuff, and they're, yeah. I mean, well-choreographed <laughs> oh, photos, yeah. Yeah. This, this right? Staging photos. Fifteenth time you took that photo before you posted it. Yeah, yeah. right? Well-choreographed, and you're trying to present a particular image about yeah. how, who you are and what your life looks like. Yeah. And, 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 and it could be, I mean, nothing could be further from, from the truth. Yeah. And you have a real conversation with some of these people, man, they're miserable. Yeah miserable they hate they they hate this they hate that oh man my life is sucks it's this and that and that's what i'm saying like just be you man be real be straight up know that you have to give something to the people that's beneficial man and just stop all this fakery man i think that's a that's a good closing statement <laughs> right there uh why don't you let the people know where they can keep up with you oh man um I'm actually going to be taking some steps towards uh, making my uh, presence a little wider. Mm -hmm. But for right now, on uh, SoundCloud, you can catch up with me. Uh, just J Serious, Serious Spell with a Y instead of an O. So S E R I Y U S. You can meet you can meet me there, or you know, hear some of my stuff there. But the main spot I'm at is on uh, YouTube. Uh, Elite Regime is a channel. E L I T E R E G I M E and uh, that's where I drop most of the stuff first. So that's where I'm at for now. And, of course, check me out, Facebook, uh, Instagram, all those. Uh, Instagram. My Instagram is jamil.f.kareem. My Facebook is, man, it's funny I forgot my Facebook. But <laughs> yeah, you know, just type in Jamil Fahim Kareem. You'll find me. I'm there. <laughs> well, I appreciate you, brother. I Word appreciate up. you uh, taking the time and sharing your perspective. For uh, sure on this uh, conversation, and uh, I don't think we're done. I don't think we're done. Nah, man, definitely, man. <laughs> and and y'all, this new music is... Well, I, can't I, can't wait. I can't wait to check it out. For sure, for sure, my man, always. All right, Radio Slime family, we appreciate you and joining us for another edition of the program. I'm your host and producer, Tariq el -Amin. Uh I remind you, make sure you are subscribed to the podcast at Radio Islam USA, wherever you get yours at. And also... Do follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Radio Islam USA. All right. I'm your host and producer, Tariq el -Amin. Our executive producer is Abdul Malik Mujahid. We remind you that the views expressed by the host and or guest are theirs and not to be taken as a representation of Sound Vision Foundation. With that, we're going to leave you as we greeted you. Assalamu alaikum. May the peace that only God can give be upon you.